0: Hello, welcome to A Little Room for Healing where we talk a little bit about healing and then we do an energy healing session and then we chat a little bit more. I'm your host, Joel, and today we have with us Becca, who is first and foremost a friend of mine and she is also a facilitator in her own right. She helps people come into a more loving relationship with themselves and all of their parts. Becca... It is so wonderful to have you here with me today. Thank you for doing this with me.
1: Joel, I'm so happy to be with you on your podcast.
0: You ready to talk a little bit about healing? Ready. I'm super curious, first off, how are you feeling right now?
1: Right now, there's kind of an elated feeling because it's kind of, there's excitement and nervousness about doing this thing new thing with you Mm. we've spent so much time just the two of us connecting and like I think we feel each other very deeply and now we're in this new environment Mm. and it's kind of fun
0: (laughs) it is it's so fun (laughs) it's so fun and it's a little awkward uh just because
1: we're both new to this (laughs)
0: um elated feeling that's great I have that little bit of a related feeling, too. I'm a little giddy. I'm a little nervous. Um, But there's some sort of thrilled energy flying through me, too, that I'm trying to be with and not let it flip me out. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, we're riding a wave together. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes, we are. So... I know that you are a big fan of healing and uh, that's one of the things I like about you most. And uh, I'm curious about, first off, your relationship with healing and what it means to you.
1: That's a great question. Hmm. Well, I think of healing as the biggest miracle of my whole life because I, before I started on what I refer to as my healing journey, I felt really disconnected from myself and felt like uh, I didn't have a way to getting nervous
0: that's okay we can be with that okay do you want to talk about the nervous feeling
1: yeah the nervousness feels like a fluttering in my chest and um... Yeah, it's just a physical sensation. Mm. The stories aren't even really around. It's just a physical big feeling of flutteriness. Mm.
0: Uh, What is the, when the feeling is happening while you're talking, uh, what does it bring up in you?
1: Fear that I won't do it right. Mm. Mm. And then that kind of creates some kind of barrier where I'm just um, blocked from the rest of myself.
0: Mm, mm, I hear you. I hear that. Yeah, that does sound scary. It really does.
1: Uh,
0: what do you want to get right?
1: Speaking about myself,
0: like the way you relate it to others.
1: Um, yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot that I, that I want to share with the world. And I feel that if I don't get it right in this moment, then it won't it won't be able to be transmitted. Mm.
0: Oh wow, that's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure.
1: <laughs>
0: oh wow, yeah, I feel that. Ah, uh, is there something that you need right now, um, in this moment?
1: Not really. The feeling is slowly subsiding. Mm. But it may come back. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm here for it. I know. Uh do you want to keep talking about your relationship to healing?
1: Sure. Yeah. When you're ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me let me just start from wherever it comes up. Not try to follow the thread that I was on. Perfect. I think I need a different question.
0: Okay, let's do a different question. How about, because this is technically an energy healing podcast, we talk about how you feel about energy healing.
1: Sure. Okay. The first time I experienced energy healing was actually with you. Um, You did Reiki on me one of the first times that I worked with plant medicine. And um, at the time I had no idea what Reiki was. I had just heard the word. And when you offered to give me Reiki, I had all this suspicion and I was like, is it going to like, is it going to affect things in me? Is it going to pull things out of me or put things into me? And you reassured me that it was just like bringing loving energy into my body and that the loving energy would know where to go, that you weren't putting it anywhere in particular. And that felt great. And I remember that experience just, um, bringing a, helping me integrate what I had just gone through with the plant medicine.
0: Mm, wow, that's cool. Oh, I love that. And I'm so glad that it worked for you in that time. Can you talk a little bit about maybe what it felt like for you physically?
1: Mm-hmm. Let me just tune in, tune into that. What I, rem- what I remember is that it just, um, like brought a layer of softness to what I everything I had been feeling Um, and the warmth and um, solidness of your hands I remember especially you like had them under my neck just felt really comforting that's Mm. what I remember Mm. Mm,
0: that's beautiful Yeah. Let's see what's going on in me. There's this desire to remember and be there in that moment with you, but it's not coming to me. However, it is bringing up uh, how much joy I get in providing energy healing for people. uh, And how they, the, the myriad of ways in which they respond. And hearing your particular response in that moment about how it felt uh, just reinforces how much I love this work. Mm-hmm. So it's great to hear that from you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the, the share.
1: Mm-hmm. One, thing I, one thing that I love about Reiki in particular is that it gives me, as a practitioner of Reiki, but also a recipient, it, um, it provides like a safer container for touch to happen between people who might not have an intimate relationship already. Mm. And when in everyday life, I don't tend to be a very physically affectionate person, except for with my intimate partner. And, but I can feel how important touch is, For all of us, Mm. just like being in physical connection with other humans feels really important. Mm -hmm. And I love that Reiki helps me, um, helps me give that to other people and receive it from other people in a way where there's a structure that makes it feel safe.
0: Oh my God. I love that so much. That's so true. That's so true. And that actually comes up with me uh, when I'm doing that. I'm not a very physical person either i uh have a really hard time uh in contact with people uh, except for hugging friends and uh partners if i when i'm in a relationship uh but there i do notice and i do feel this sense of wow this safe this this touch uh is feeling so connected to this person and this person uh, I often get a sense that they're feeling a connection to uh, the touch in a way that is quite different than just everyday touch. And you are so right that the container that Reiki offers um, in the safe container, if it's set correctly, um, really provides that amazing ability to connect in that way. And touch is so healing. It's so healing. I love that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. As, as a practitioner of Reiki, I often find that when I give Reiki um, and I talk to someone after about what came up while it was happening, they they part of their experience is that like it, I was a loving family member and mm. that they were getting the touch the loving touch that they always craved from family that they never got.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so. Yeah, because of the the intimacy of the touch that happens when we do Reiki. Yeah, I think it can it can be a healing experience for what we didn't get from our family that we needed in that realm.
0: Yes, that is so true. I have received Reiki from you myself before, and uh, there is this there's this like a presence of it's almost like this loving mother calming you down with this gentle laying of hands on. Uh oftentimes when I've gotten Ricky for you it's been in my leg when my leg leg has been acting up and uh the warmth that comes down with your hand, it it calms and soothes the leg so much just by the physical nature of it alone, let alone the energy that's coming in from it. It's really beautiful. What is the most uh, nourishing moment of energy healing that you have received?
1: The one that comes to mind is um, a time when I was processing... um, harm that had happened to me and I suddenly felt frozen. Like I was back in the moment where the harm was happening to me and my body froze and I really didn't know what to do. I told you were there. I told you I feel frozen and I didn't know how to unfreeze. I was just completely in the frozenness and you came over to me and did some la ho chi on me and I just like closed my eyes and allowed allowed and the frozenness like I I felt myself thawing and then this like um rage coming up and moving through me rage at the person who had harmed me and the rage moved moved through and then there was just this like blissful peace that came over me and these like beautiful colors and so that was definitely the most transformative energy healing experience that I've had because especially because it like had this clear beginning, middle and end and it had this Mm. visual component that was really, really cool.
0: Wow. That's beautiful. That's incredible. I do remember that one. That was a really wonderful moment for me as well because I hadn't, worked with la Ho chi in quite a while uh until that came up again and just brought a little bit of that energy in and it was a wonderful reconnection to that uh and i think i believe that you are doing a la chi, full la Ho chi session today yes uh, aren't you
1: yes i'm so excited
0: is there any intention that you'd like to put into this session
1: that's a great question. Let me tune into what what I really want mm. right now. I've been in a more contracted state emotionally in the past few days, especially as it relates to my partner. We both had a period of expansion together where we were feeling really connected and now we're kind of in a contraction. So I think maybe to, to, I would love to, um, open or soften some of the contracted parts of me. Help with that would be so appreciated.
0: Mm -hmm. Intention Set.
1: I have a question for you, yes, which is I'm curious to hear a little bit about your relationship with La Ho Chi. mm
0: ooh, thank you. My relationship with La Ho Chi, okay, what is first coming up uh, about that is I have religious trauma. And so, for a large chunk of my life, I was very against or anti god angels um and didn't believe it, didn't accept it and didn't want to have anything to do with it and When I started working with La Ho Chi, with 13th Octave La Ho Chi, one of the main components is working with angels and having that experience of really being hands-on with angels present in the room and feeling their energy and feeling their uh, presence and their love and undeniably knowing that it is angels that are in the room with me shifted my whole belief system in the uh, realm of angels. And I've thought that was pretty profound. Um, and since then it's been about, it's been almost two years now since I started working with 13th octave La Ho Chi. And since then uh, I've had, so many wonderful encounters with uh angels of all kinds guardian angels um angels of light archangels and i think that's the biggest thing that has affected me about working with la ho chi it helps us solidify our already uh formed connection with the divine the responses that i've gotten from people that have done it that i've given it to have always had some form of magical quality to it. So that delights me so much. And it always, I'm always in awe of this modality. I wish more people would know about it and receive it.
1: Thanks for explaining.
0: Yeah. You excited about getting it?
1: Yes. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: I'm looking forward to hearing what, How you feel about it when it's when it's when we're through, when we're done.
1: Can I ask you one more question? Please. Um, what is the role that energy healing has played in your healing journey?
0: I think one of the biggest roles that has played is empowerment. Hmm. Um it has given me a tool to connect with people and to connect with myself and to connect with angels and to connect with God. And, uh and I do actually want to uh, emphasize that when I say connect with angels and God, it is not in a religious sense. It is in a uh, spiritual sense that is, my own relationship with those entities and beings. Um, But this empowerment that keeps growing and keeps forming in me and helps me know my own path and what I have to offer people and how I can help people connect further with themselves.
1: One thing that I, one thing that that brings up in me, that sense of empowerment that you have gotten from energy healing and being a practitioner of that is that because energy healing is working with something unseen, um, even though we we feel the realness of it and we know that the realness of it, we are also, um, offering something that can look from the outside, like we're just putting our hands on somebody's back. (laughs) And so, um, I, I agree with you that working with energy in this way invites me to, step into my, like, the gift that it is, even though I know that to others it might just look like. um, It might not look real. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) I I even sometimes still feel a uh, certain times when sometimes, like, when you're doing energy work, you actually, as the, the uh, uh, why do I keep blanking on this word? Um Practitioner, as mm-hmm. the practitioner, you sometimes you don't feel anything, but you there's ha, there's this trust that it's working, and in those times when I'm not feeling anything, I do sometimes feel doubt myself, just like the people who are just watching it and being like, oh, someone's just putting their hands on them, and Uh, I've had that experience a number of times. And then when the session is over, the person who is receiving has most, more often than not sat up and been like, whoa, that was intense. I was feeling so much. I'm like, I'm always in awe and I'm always impressed. And so uh, taken aback by the power of this work.
1: Yeah, it feels like the the beings that work with us to provide energy healing work. Like they feel like they know that sometimes that's, that's what we need is to uh, see some of the doubt in order to come into a deeper Mm. sense of uh, our own worthiness and our own offerings.
0: Mm. Yeah. 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 That is so true. Uh, Every time the doubt, does get less because i'm with it and then proven that it's just doubt and not reality like something is really happening uh so and that's part of the healing that we get as practitioners throughout the the process Mm -hmm. another joy of doing this work is that we're ultimately healing while we're healing others are you ready are you ready to receive
1: I feel ready to receive.
0: Okay, let's do it then. Let's take a little break and then we'll be back after Becca has received a session of 13th Octave La Ho Chi.
1: See you on the other side.
0: Okay, we are back from Becca's first 13th octave La cheese session in my little room for healing um how was it Becca
1: wow that's a big question well one thing about it is that it was really personal hmm. so there was um there was lots that was that I felt in my body And also lots of memories coming up and lots of um, messages about particular painful experiences that feel very personal. So Mm -hmm. as I'm coming back to talk about it, I'm like, I don't know how much, like, how do I talk about this experience that I Mm -hmm. just had?
0: Do you want to start by any bodily sensations that may have happened?
1: Yeah. So there was all these different hand positions that you did. And I noticed that some hand positions, like as soon as you got in position, my experience completely changed. Like a few of them, I felt like these chills, just like chills running down my body. Um, one, I think when when you were up here in my neck. And then at the end, for a while, I had the experience where I like, um, felt like I didn't have arms. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) Like, um, it wasn't exactly even numbness in my arms and hands. It was like they were, I was having an experience of a body without arms.
0: That's amazing. Uh, What does that feel like?
1: Um, It's actually an experience I've had before and many times before. It comes up when I'm processing... A particular painful experience from childhood where I felt defenseless. And when I've wondered why do I have this experience where my arms seem to disappear, the message that I get is that it's kind of like a physical manifestation of the way that I wasn't able to f- defend myself since my arms and hands are like my first line of defense, the, my, my body's first way of defending. And that same experience was coming up a lot in the session, and it felt like I was just moving through some of that Mm. with the arm stuff. It's not comfortable. Other times it's been more disconcerting, like I've been like, whoa, am I going to get my arms back? Mm -hmm. But this time um, I felt able to just like allow the experience to happen, trusting that it was, it's moving something in me, and that my arms will come back.
0: Did the sensation of your arms come back slowly, or does it just kind of like, oh, wow, they're back?
1: Um, a little bit of both. There was a while where, yeah, I had this experience of no arms and hands, and then slowly I felt my arms and hands come back, but they felt numb, so they were there but still not fully there, and I felt. This, like, aching sensation that was moving through them. Um, and then at the end of the session, they still weren't feeling back to normal. But once I started to move them again, I was moving my arms and hands a lot. And they felt normal afterwards. Is it scary? Um It wasn't scary this time. Hmm. And it just... It feels like it's moving something important in my body Mm -hmm. in a way that I can't even understand, in a way that isn't emotional. It's just a somatic movement.
0: Was there a sense that it was being, like you were being held by something else during this particular experience of not feeling your arms?
1: I think that's, yeah. That's probably why I didn't feel scared. I did feel like, well at the beginning you called in all of these the um Lahochi masters, angels and I did when you called those entities and yeah, entities in I, f- I felt a sense of being held by them that kept throughout and even like I was laying on this table And I I felt kind of like like I was being lifted somewhere. Mm. (laughs) And so, yeah, I think the experience of losing my arms didn't feel (laughs) (laughs) that scary because I knew that I was in good hands.
0: Amazing. Thank you to all of those beings for being there for you and for us in that session.
1: Is there anything that... Let me see. I've, I want to ask you a question about the session, but I want to feel into it. It seems like it's you were doing La Ho Chi and then you kind of took a, a break of some sort, and it's been recently that you've uh, been refinding your love of lahochi. And does is that true?
0: Yes, it was not necessarily a break. A purposeful break. Uh, it's just not many people know about it, so it's one of my offerings, and so not many people sign up for Lahoji. So I just don't get to do it as often as Reiki.
1: Gotcha. Well, I'm curious um, how it felt to offer this to me, offer this particular modality to me.
0: I miss it. It felt really good it is the energy is so strong um i'm still glowing from it uh, at least i feel like it in my body and maybe i'm not looking like it but i'm still glowing from it and there's a there's like a natural almost like a lot of serotonin was released, but it doesn't feel like it's necessarily serotonin. It just feels like there's this natural high permeating throughout my body and uh, it's just a reminder of how powerful and intense that this energy is. If I forget to turn it off afterwards, I actually get really uncomfortable about how high I get. (laughs) So I make sure to turn it off right after each session though. Uh, I do other kind of facilitations and I still post the angels and, uh, but there's something special about posting them and then doing this particular work that is uh, more intense and more uh, a feeling of relational um, holding and uh, integrating them into Or integrating each other. I don't know. I feel it's like I'm not really integrating them. Are they integrating me into their work? I don't know. It seems more like that's the case. (laughs) Uh, So ultimately, just really happy to do it again.
1: Well, I got a lot of messages like that. So my intention was to. to soften some of the contracted energy that I've been feeling, Mm -hmm. especially with my partner. Like we've just been bickering a lot. And, um, I feel like the session didn't address anything with my partner in particular, but I sensed that it was, it wasn't, it wasn't the, the beings that I felt were working with me didn't seem that interested in this like surface level stuff that's been happening with my partner. It felt like they were trying to go to something deeper. Mm. Um, I definitely got a lot of messages and movement around anger. I, f- I had some, had a part of the session where there was this like blazing red, orange light. Um, that I was seeing and it felt like a movement of anger that hadn't been able to move before. And I had this image of the child version of me just like screaming as wildly as she, like wilder <laughs> than she ever was able to. Mm. And... Once she got that out, she just kind of sat down and was sad. And that was what was beneath the anger.
0: Oh, oh that just gave me chills. That's so so good that she had that safe place to release that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm getting all teary-eyed now thinking of her <laughs> sadness. But I'm so glad that she got to get there. Beautiful.
1: Yeah, so it seemed like that was... That anger—I don't even know what it's about—but the anger that was stuck in me was has been giving rise to some of the bickering that I've been experiencing with my partner.
0: Oh, interesting, interesting.
1: And the, yeah, the the what the beings weren't weren't were interested in going to the deeper level.
0: That seems to line up with my idea of how they work. <laughs> they want to get in there and get down to the bottom yeah uh oh, what a and such a great explanation of it it's one of, it's one of uh the great things about talking with you about healing and your healing in particular is your way uh your ability to express it and mm-hmm. what's happening so you can really see it and feel it and be there with you in it i dig that thank you there were uh, a few times i actually saw you your arm twitch. Like, uh, large twitches. not just like a tiny little, it was like your arm like almost flew off the table a couple times, yeah? Did you notice that?
1: I don't think I noticed that. (laughs) That was probably part of the time when my arms were in their own space.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Arms twitch, and then uh, a few times, are you okay with me saying what I saw? A few times, uh, I was checking in on your face to see how you were doing and uh you had this expression your eyes were shut but you had this expression of like let's see if i can uh describe it it was like to me it looked like like you were working really hard at something Mm. and really uh almost touching discomfort in it but f- it was more like focus it was like a focused look with a possibility that discomfort was on the other end of it
1: mm. that makes sense i was definitely moving through some memories and feelings that weren't weren't pleasant at different times mm. i felt i i felt held by held in them but there was some hard content that came up. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Any of that hard contact content that you'd like to talk about now, as much as you feel comfortable doing?
1: Yeah. Well, one thing I want to say about it is that the way that the session was helping me move through uncomfortable stuff in myself felt completely different than talk therapy, for example, would because when i'm when i'm in talk therapy i'm like trying to put my finger on particular feelings and express them so that they can come out of me and be understood by the other and then the other can kind of like help me move through it mm. but in the session i wasn't trying to put my finger on anything mm. i was just witnessing movement that i didn't have any control over really and I had control over how I reacted to it in some way, but for the most part, I was just a witness, mm. um, and that made it easier, in some way, to, for uncomfortable stuff to move through because I didn't, I didn't need to articulate it. I could just witness it.
0: Mm. Yeah, it takes that burden off of trying to make sense of it. Yeah. For someone else's uh, ability to understand.
1: Yeah. And let me see if there's anything I want to say about the content itself. I don't think so. Okay. Partially because it there's... There's a way in which I can't articulate it mm. because it's just, it was just an experience of uncomfortable stuff moving through, but then also the content felt really personal in a way that I don't want, feel comfortable say, speaking to.
0: That is A-OK with me. Uh, yeah. It's your healing journey and you can do with it what you want to do with it.
1: Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about doing it as part of this podcast?
0: Yes, sure. I think that, yes, I'd like to. Actually, the first question that comes to my mind, thinking about that is, how does it feel for you to do the session and then immediately come back on and get in front of a microphone and talk about it?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, during the session, I did notice like these thoughts come up sporadically, uh, this thought that was like, what am I going to say about this? Like, how do I, how do I talk about this experience I'm having right now? Especially because it felt beyond words. And when those thoughts came up, I just kind of, I tried not to push them away, but instead just, like, be in the unknown. Like, I don't don't know how I'm going to talk about this, but I'll talk about it when I have to. Mm. And I don't know what I'll say.
0: (laughs) Uh, Are there any other feelings about doing uh doing a healing session in the midst of a podcast like how has this experience been for you overall
1: Mm -hmm. good question what's most striking to me is just how personal it feels like um the healing that I do is feels really personal it's about um the most painful moments of my life Um, that I'm working on healing, healing the parts of me that were harmed in those experiences. So to, to do a healing session in the middle of, um, talking about healing for a, an audience, I think I wasn't quite prepared for how personal it would feel. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Is there discomfort in how personal it feels? There, or a sense of uh, excessive vulnerability
1: There isn't because I because I set boundaries where I needed to. Mm. There is just an a sense of like, oh this was unexpected. Like I wasn't sure what I would bring to this podcast or what would come up in the session. And it I felt nervous going into the podcast because I didn't mm-hmm. know what I would talk about and you and, and we together were like okay we're going to go into this unknown thing together. Mm-hmm. And and it felt like a learning edge that I wanted to lean into to not plan out what I was going to say. And I can't plan what happens in the session. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, so I just approached the unexpected and I don't feel like I've been more vulnerable than I wanted to because I was able to set boundaries.
0: How does it feel now that we're close to the end of this podcast uh, and you have... Gone through the experience of sharing things that you didn't plan. How does it feel right now?
1: Hmm. The first layer is just delight. <laughs> <I'm> feeling delight. <laughs> because I was pretty nervous for this. Mm. And it's like, it's just not the typical podcast format. So I didn't know how it would go.
0: Mm. And now, neither did I. <laughs>
1: And and I'm delighted that we did it together.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a joy to do this first episode with you. Uh, yeah. Going into this unknown and hearing how well you articulate things on the fly when you don't have it planned. You do it all the time. I see you do it all the time. And to have you do it in this new environment, this uncomfortable place with a microphone in your face. think uh, I thought that you've killed it. Thank you. And I uh, really enjoyed having you as a guest.
1: Before before we wrap up, yeah. I'm, I'm curious how it has felt for you doing this first podcast, Little Room for Healing podcast.
0: Mm, thank you. Thank you for asking. It has felt, I feel surprisingly relaxed. Uh, I was nervous as well uh, coming in. I've never done a podcast before, and uh, once we started talking, it was just like, "Oh, I'm just talking to my friend, and I'm holding. I just happen to be holding a microphone while I'm doing it, and then to do it around a topic that I hold so dear, uh, relaxes me even more because uh, I can really talk about from." The true sense of how I feel about this, about these modalities, about healing in general, about energy healing, Uh, it can just come up naturally because I really care about these things and I really care about it for other people as well. And then to be able to offer healing in the middle of it uh, brings me delight. I feel a sense of delight Uh, because I just want to share it with as many people as possible. And I love that I got to talk about it. Do it and then talk about it a little bit more. It's a really nice format. Yeah. For me. Feels really good. Are there any last thoughts about Thirteenth Act of Laho Chi that you would like to share with me or whoever's listening?
1: Mm. Yeah, let me tune into that question. It felt dif- felt really different than Reiki to me. Um, which is the other hands-on energy healing modality that i've experienced it i really loved that um so many supportive entities were called in at the beginning i loved the chanting (laughs) it was really nice to hear hear like hear your singing voice Mm. um like calling in these entities and i really felt their support And Mm. that I really loved it. Mm. Yeah.
0: It's so great. I loved being able to offer it to you. And I loved talking with you. And I hope that we do it again someday.
1: Yeah. Well, who knows what will come up if we did it again.
0: Yeah. So many more things. Yeah. You've moved stuff this time and you'll move more next time. And all the stuff you move in between. Yep. Thank you so much for being here with me, Becca. And... I invite the rest of you, all those who may be listening, to make a little room for healing in your life. And we'll see you next time.
1: Yay. Yay. Yay.